Hey, Adam. What's up? Um, how do you get good at stuff? Well, it's a complicated process. Uh, here, if you reference my blackboard, uh, you see I have an equation that starts out with the Pythagorean theorem. <laughs> and then we're going to work that into our daily Google calendar that I've shared with you, uh, our co-founder, and my parents. Now, if we run that through the spectrometer, what we get, I don't really know. I'm Adam Mannis. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear Podcast. Music advice coming at you. Coming at you today, again, from the pod hall. The pod hall. That's what like we're it. calling it. The pod. You can feel it. You feel it. Feel the pod hall. So we've had, uh, actually, you know what's uh, ironic about this, Peter? I don't know if you realize this. This is pretty much where we started. It is. We've gone podcast. full circle, as, yeah. as it were, as you would. Yeah, we started off uh, in the big pod hall with the original, maybe, I don't know, 100 You'll Hear It's? And then we were like, we got to build that many. It might've been a lot, man. Yeah. Yeah. And then we were like, we got to build a cave for this. And so we did. We built a pod cave where we took some fake sound walls and built a little pod cave. And then uh, pre pandemic, we built the pod suite, right? Which was sweet. It was sweet. It was a little bigger. Yeah. Still not pandemic size, which we didn't, we didn't even, we couldn't even spell pandemic at that time. We could not. No. No. Yeah. So we were in the pod suite up until the, I mean, you remember when we dismantled, you know, the pod suite when all, all that the second week of March or whatever. Oh yeah. I know. I, I came in like a thief in the night. I, <laughs> I took know. everything I we could had to come fit. Sep- I know I had yeah. to come separate, you know? Yeah. The grand center security was like side eyeing me as I was going to my car. Those were weird couple of days, but yeah, we set up separately in our homes, you know, whatever, five miles apart. And, uh, I think did some pretty good, uh, episodes remotely we learned we went through some different random systems we did it on instagram live for a while we did it on zoom i think became our kind of thing yeah we've been doing some solo ones too which we might hang on to some solo ones those are fun solo ones are good we got some nice feedback but um yeah we just and and, you know the listenership we've been doing so many lives of course and it's been great to meet a lot of you guys of our of our you'll hear it listeners in the various lives that's been a really fun thing and uh we're back here with a we're at a long this is just our first uh day back we're not back in the studio we're just back here to record it we've got a big long uh table between us nice social distance we can hear each other but yeah. we can see each other kind of, kind of yeah yeah but we just you know we just want to say look we this is not like oh pandemic's over let's jump back in the water in the ozarks dude we're not we're not doing that we're, we're doing this very responsibly and, and we just want to say that you know yeah, they're doing that like 200 miles from here that's true <laughs> that is true they're being irresponsible no but we just want to send great thoughts out to everybody i know that everybody's you know been cooped up and stuff as as have we um but we want to send out good thoughts and, and healing to a lot of people there's still a lot of people getting sick you know this thing is like for real yeah. and uh, we want to be a little bit of a respite a little bit of a um, a diversion, have a little bit of fun, learn a little something, yeah. a little edutainment as we've thrown around. But we want to also not make light of the very serious situation that we're in uh, here due to the pandemic and also just due to the awareness of the police brutality and injustices, injustices For real. against folks of color. You know, we've been talking about that and we, we, we don't want to we never want to just, you know, pass over that as we talk about these other things. No, man. All of that, super, super important. Um, yeah, but I'm, I'm, it's good to be back with you here, Pete. Yeah, it's man. nice to be in, in person here. Yeah. Uh, before we get too deep into this, today's episode is sponsored by AnyTune. Go to AnyTune.com 
.us slash you'll hear it to check out what is uh, what we consider to be one of the best tools you can have yeah. to learn jazz from records, which is, you know, you'll hear it. That's what this podcast is all about. Uh, also, the AnyTune team is close to the AnyTune on Android private beta. Sign up at anytune.app slash Android uh, if you're an Android user to check out the new beta of AnyTune on Android. I, it's, I, I have it on my iPhone. It's amazing. And they're, yeah. they're, uh, they've been getting to this Android app for a while now. I'm so excited it's finally going to be out. So if you're an Android u- user and you want to transcribe some sick licks, <laughs> then hit out, hit out again, anytune.app slash Android. And I have no doubt at all that the... Uh Android app is going to be spectacular. They are so purposeful and thoughtful in their software design, the good folks at AnyTune. The only thing I got to say about AnyTune, I love the app. I love the Mac program. The Mac app is is next level with the ability to just very quickly, um, I hate to say it, I, I use it to get rid of the piano often and yeah. play along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Is I that do. bad? No, it's not great, that? man. Yeah, basically you can um, filter out the piano well you can filter out any instrument and yeah. they work surprisingly good i, I mean, did it on shocking a, i was doing it on uh, herbie's taken off of yeah. six or seven months ago maybe i think up here actually here in the studio and uh i did not sound as good as herbie hancock i was a little <laughs> disappointed so uh maybe that fix that anything <laughs> can you fix that any tune for me but uh, yeah it filters out and then you have play along tracks where you can be herbie you can be ooh, adam manis you could get a 442s record and take off adam manis but i mean it's, it's it's a really cool thing the only thing i don't know if i've told you this adam i'm a little salty at the any tune folks what? i know normally when a company's sponsoring you you're not supposed to speak ill of them what do you got well Okay, I love this tool, but I, I have to say that I'm still learning, but I'm not exactly in my formative years like, like young teenage Peter was. If young teenage Peter or even preteen uh-huh. uh, had this app, I would be, I'd be Herbie Hancock right now. I really feel that way. Oh, like so I was looking for this app before it existed. Yeah, I don't think this app was possible in the <laughs> 50s when you were a preteen, buddy. <laughs> Yeah, well, we did have computers, but they were punch cards. You had to put a punch card into it. <laughs> they were big, as big as this room. They were as big as the pothole. That's right, the pothole. Yeah, that's right. Um, so today uh, we're talking about, and this is inspired by us doing this podcast, actually, and really just all the work we do here at Open Studio. Yes. Uh, we titled this How to Get Good at Anything. And <laughs> there's really a, there's a hook to this episode. So before we get into the hook, though, like one of the things that I want to set up here is that, you know, with this podcast, and I'm so, again, it's amazing to be back here with you. And just thanks to all the listeners for, for sticking with us now for going on almost three years, right? Yeah. And two like and a half. two and a half years. And you walked in and you were like, we're doing a daily podcast. And I was like, me being agreeable, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's great. Let's do it. If you it. have any faults, it's that you're agreeable. <laughs> yeah, it's that I agree too much. You're right. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but that's what this episode is about, how to get good at anything. So yes. since then, and, and all the work we've done at Open Studio, one of the things that I've really noticed is that anytime, Peter, that you and I or anybody on our team is like, I want to do this new project, it's a daily thing. Yep. Those are always the things that succeed with us, right? The, the, daily, uh, uh, the daily podcast, well, we had like... The, the formerly daily. The formerly <laughs> daily podcast. We got the, so the good. The podcast formerly known as daily. We got so good, we only have to do it three times. That's right. <laughs> no, but even with like, you know, when we, were, when we were kind of working on some more marketing things, we were like, yeah. we're going to hit this every day. We're going right. to work on this marketing uh, objective every day. Yes. Uh, when I started the guided practice session, the daily guided practice session, I'm going to do this five days a week. I'm going to do this every weekday right. from my home. And something I've noticed happens when we do, and, and there's been a, several others actually. What I've noticed is you get really good at it really fast. Yes. 
after doing it every day for just a few weeks, yes. you get really solid on it. Even when we did some promo things on Instagram, you did your 12 key challenge. Oh, that was, remember, that was another time, January. January. And in February, I did, <laughs> I did my February locked hand drop two challenge. Oh, it was, you were locked down all of February. Dude, my drop two and locked, locked hand now is super, super good. It's That's way better right. than it was before. And it's because I did it every day for 30 days. You yeah. know what I mean? Well, 28. 28. Yeah. I, I, that's why I was smart of me to, <laughs> to go. But no, so that's what this is really about. One yeah. of the most important things we can do, if you really want to get good at one thing, I, I really believe now, go as granular as you can, go as specific as you can niche, niche. and hit it for every day. Make it a part of your regular routine. Hit it every day for as long as you can. That's right. Like, like I'll, another example is, is just like exercise, right? If you can hit your daily exercise routine every day instead of once a month, I can't guarantee <laughs> weight loss, but I can guarantee more effective results. Ladies and gentlemen, that's a trademark. Adam just dropped a value bomb right there. <laughs> that's Adam Manis's uh, personalized workout plan. Practice, I mean, workout every day instead of once a month. It's better. Bam. <laughs> Bam. It sounds simplistic, but this is actually oh, true. So true. Like, especially if you want to learn something new. Like, so let's say you want to learn drop two voicings. Yep. Make it a, make it a point to do it every day for a month. See where you are. Yeah. Now let's talk about why. This is because I think it operates on a couple of levels. Agreed. You know, um, there's the obvious level of if you're doing it every day as opposed to once a month, it's, it's, you're going to have a chance to actually get the sets and reps in that's needed. Um, but I would say that, you know, with daily practice and no matter what, I mean, certainly if we're talking about practicing something, but just doing anything daily, any kind of endeavor, it gives you the opportunity to combine learning something, practicing something with it becoming a habit. So when we do something every day, you good or bad, you get the kind of avalanche effect, the, the snowball effect of a habit as well. That's right. So yeah, if you miss a day, you're okay. Don't miss two days though. We've talked about that a lot, but this thing of like, okay, we're going to do a podcast. So we come in, um, whether the quality is going to be good, that's going to be up to us. And that's a whole nother thing, but you're going to have more opportunity to build up the quality. So that's like a good habit. That's exactly right. By doing it, you know, every day you're going to get those opportunities to hit those sets and reps earlier. And at the very least, after doing a podcast every day, say for a month, you're in the habit of doing a podcast. It might not be a good podcast. You got to work on that too, but it's a habit. You make a podcast every day. I think there's also a psychological switch that gets turned when you commit to doing something every day, right? Because then you can commit to planning to make it better, right? So just like with this podcast, it's like, we know that we're going to be doing this podcast well into the future. So we're always thinking about are we, is it as good as it can be? You know, how can we make it better? Same thing. Like if I'm, you know, uh, I just transcribed this like Oscar Peterson locked hand thing. And it was kind of an eye opening, uh, theoretical thing that I uncovered. And I was like, well, I need to get that in my playing right away, but I'm committed to working on, on that every day now. Right. So with that commitment, I know like, okay, I don't have to hit this all in one day. Right. I know that I'm going to hit this, this concept, over the course of whatever, if I do this for two months every day, like I have time to get into the details of it and try to make my practice of it better. So there's something I think about committing to doing something every day that makes us get deeper into it in a way that it sticks longer. So I would say like, 
you know, not to overwhelm yourself and say like, okay, well, that means I have to do voicing practice every day. And after Adam says, I should go on my run every day. And then I said, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying pick. Mean coach Adam, mean coach Adam. No, pick the one, like make a, make a list of five things that you really want to get better at, whether uh, music or not. But like, let's just say, for instance, five things musically that you really want to improve on. Let's say that's rhythm. Are you working on rhythm every day? Yeah. Well, commit to working on that rhythm every day in the month of July, right? Right. Is that so hard? Probably not. It's totally doable. And you have a start and end date. And then you can like plan, once you get in there, you can kind of plan your rhythm practice. You can see where you are and you can develop real strategies for improvement as opposed to like, I should work on my rhythm. Well, I guess I'll work on it today and then right. I'll get bored and move on tomorrow. Like realize that coming back to this, right? So that's where real growth happens. I, I really believe that. Well, no, it's, it's been proven out so many times. You can see it in so many different areas, so many different fields with so many different people. And it, it, that's a great way to organically tap into this concept of, um, for instance, with the podcast, like what makes us podcasters? Is it that we won the podcasting awards? No, Certainly because not. we didn't. <laughs> we did apply for it, though. Remember, <laughs> we, we did. So we got a couple of votes. Your mom, so my funny. mom. No, but I mean that's actually not what define what what makes us podcasters. And it's not even the millions of thousands of listeners that that are out there. That's great for our hey, ego. We're post million download, buddy. We Come are post million. Yeah, you're yeah. right. But but even that, that's not what actually makes us podcasters. No. What makes us podcasters is we do it every day, that's true. or we do it on a schedule now. <laughs> um, but I mean, we've done it every day. Like that's when you can say I'm a podcaster. It's not about I'm a award winning or I'm a great or even a bad one. But that's how you are able to say that. So just like. I'm a pianist. Like for a lot of people, like for us, we've been doing this so long. That's like, that's like the one thing we know we are. We take it for granted. We're musicians. Yeah, we're, but we're we, doing it every day. Yeah. But we know a lot of so-called amateur and, and I would caution you not to worry about this has nothing to do with your pro or amateur. That's a false yeah. construct actually. That's true. Yeah. That's a fact. But like once you can, and not in a cocky, like I could be like, I'm a, um, I am a golfer. I can say that, yeah. but I actually don't play golf. Yeah, yeah. I kind of understand the rules I've played before, but I'm actually not a golfer because I don't, and it's not even about doing it every day. I just, that's, I don't see myself as that. So I can't say that I am. So, but if you're playing music and you're practicing every day or, or close to, or at least thinking about it or trying to do that or whatever, yeah. you need to start saying, I'm a musician, you that's know, right. like, and then it becomes easier. And then the practice becomes part of the journey. It's just like, like running. Once you embrace it and say, I'm a runner, then you start to be able to make that turn and you do it every day or you do it you know, on a, on a regular schedule, then you start to make that turn from it being like, oh, it's such a drag. I only, like you hear people talk about, I only like running like when it's finished. Right. Well, of course, everybody likes that. But like, how do you get into the mindset of like, while you're doing, we talk about stoicism and, right. and, and yeah, different yeah. approaches, but it's like, how do you start to embrace the actual, because if you're a runner, you gotta love running. You know, most likely there's no million dollars there. There's no adulation. Even if you're top pro level, nobody knows great runners. Yeah. But if you're a runner, you love running and you do it at every opportunity you can. I think this is one of the most important points that you hit on. And if I could just reframe it slightly, mm-hmm. I would say that like what this does is express your values, right? How you spend your time every day yes. is an expression of what you think is important. Yeah. So if you are telling yourself like, I'm a musician who thinks that groove and time is important. (laughs) And yet you never spend any time working on groove and time. You are not a musician that thinks groove and time is important. If you are, if you are someone who says, I am someone who considers themselves a jazz pianist and you don't practice ever, you are not a jazz pianist. You don't spend your time doing the thing that you profess you are. You are putting the the horse before the cart. And, And what you need to do is 
I mean, maybe you aren't a jazz pianist. Maybe you don't want to spend your time right. doing that. But figure it out. Figure out what it is you want to spend your time doing. If you really want to be a musician who plays outside the changes, it's very simple. Be a musician who spends time every day playing outside the That's changes. Right. That's right. And I it. want to make a, just a, a, a quick distinction of, of what you said. I just want to highlight a distinction you said that's so important. The first one when you said uh, somebody who thinks time and groove is important. I'm a, I'm a music, musician who thinks it's important. You, you might be somebody that thinks it's important. That's very different between I'm a musician who it is important. It is important. Because of yeah. my playing. Right. Now, that doesn't mean you have perfect time. You might even be low on the spectrum. No, you but don't. But you see yourself as it manifests. That's a value that you have for yourself. It's not just an abstract value for the world. Like, I believe in truth and justice. And then you go around and committing injustice. Yeah, yeah. Well, I believe in it for everybody else. Not for me. Yeah. You know, that's, that's not an not, actual value. That's though. not a value. That's yeah. right. You have to express your values with your daily habits and... If you think about right now, what kind of musician... I love that. Express with the daily habits. That's the actual manifestation of it. Yeah, we could talk about values all day long, but... Like on this podcast. Like on this podcast. <laughs> no, but, you know, if, if you got you to gotta, you gotta practice what you preach, essentially. So think right now about what kind of musician you consider yourself to be, and then look back on your practice journal. Yes. And see if that's see the if case. that matches up. Yeah. Exactly. And look, don't, and this is not about like you missed a day. Look, life it's, it's, it's hard right now. There's, everybody's having a lot to varying degrees, mental health uh, situations and issues. And like, let's be respectful of each other. And most importantly, ourselves with that. And let's deal with that in a healthy and, and harmonious way. I think for us, we deal with it with humor and um, sweeping things under the rug, problems. That seems to be working for both of us. And we're teaching our children the same. You know? <laughs> Smile. That's our form of stoicism. But uh, no, but we want to like, this is not about beating yourself up. Oh, well, I practiced 29 days and I missed a day, so I don't care about it. No, 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 no. But this is about making it a habit. Don't miss two days. You know, and look, five minutes, five minutes is better because, you, you know, you might think, well, five minutes is not as good as an hour. Of course not. But it's better than missing because you're still able to say, yeah, you're not going to get that development of that extended practice, but you'll hit that the next day. But you're able to say to yourself still, I'm a I'm a practicer, just like, OK, I did not floss totally. So I didn't lose the habit. I was a little bit tipsy so i only got a little flossing done but at least you're still a flosser yeah you're not a great flosser but you're a flosser yeah you know you either are or you aren't in your mind and that's what's important so let's do a little let's do let's end this episode with a little intellectual exercise for this so let's right now uh, pause this podcast go get a piece of paper and a pencil okay you're back you got you're a back. piece of paper <laughs> and pencil write down three things three values about being a musician that are your top three most important things about being a player, okay. right? I'm doing it. Don't steal mine, Adam. Boom, 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 boom. All right, I'm doing mine too. One more to go one here. Two. Let's repeat this again. Uh, this is values that we have individually as a musician, right? Yep, values that we, our, high, our top three values yep. as musician. And they can be anything from broad things like, you know, scales or, or, or yep. very minute There's things. There's no right or wrong answer. There's no right, right yep. or wrong. Okay. Um, okay. What do you got? Okay. I have number one for my, these are values of, for me as a musician. I'm a listener. And I mean that in the broadest sense. Like I, I listen and probably primarily I'm thinking I listen as I play. Listen to myself if I'm the only one playing. Listen to those who are playing mm. with me. Doesn't mean that I'm stopping while I'm listening, but I'm, I'm li- I, 
I've, I work on and I, I value the, the skill of being able to listen while you play. Um, and then, you know, probably secondarily, but close in importance, listening to music, you know, yeah, yeah. keeping my ears open. That's number one. Number two is time and groove. Maybe it was on my mind because you just mentioned it. Mm -hmm. But, um, but I, I, I like to identify and tap into what the groove is no matter what I'm playing, no matter what style it is, even if it's out of time, whatever. But to really connect with the groove element of music, super important to me mm. and always has been. And then number three, um, developing technique for storytelling in mm. particular. I've always been kind of a technical player or trended that way, but at a certain point I started to try to use it not just, the value of it was not just the flashiness of it, but it's like how can you tell a story to the listener that's interesting and edifying to them based upon the technique that you, like using technique for good, basically. So for mine, for number one, I have feel slash time. That's super important to me. Number two is uh, harmonic sophistication. I'm mm. a bit of a harmony nerd. Yeah. And so I pride myself on my ability to get around and through changes, whether that's on orchestral arrangements or in the piano or whatever. And then the other thing is crossing musical barriers. And that really is more about like, you know, I like to play the guitar. I like yeah. to sing. I like to write singer-songwriter stuff that has like jazz solos. And I like to be genreless a little bit. Yeah. Um, that's part of my thing. So here's a fun thing, listeners. I hope you did your same too. Let's now review just, you don't have to write anything down, Peter, but in the last week, have you practiced things that align with all those values Ooh, every day? This is good. I like this. Okay. Just so, thinking back. Yeah. So think, yeah, um, listening for sure. That's, that's a, I'm so in the habit of doing that. Um, the only thing that's been different, a lot of playing solo piano. Yeah. So it's a different kind. Of, it's not a different kind. It's a specific kind of listening. For sure. Uh, but I've really, I mean, to, in order to develop a solo piano, you have to be such a good listener in real time. Yeah. So that's, that's something I've definitely been working on. Um, time and groove. Yeah, that's, I, it, that's definitely an area where, I'm, I'm, again, I'm, I'm just in the habit of paying attention to it. And I've been kind of challenging myself to practice some things. And I definitely think about not just say if there's like a rhythmic complexity to it but like how do you make it feel good right within the groove so right that's probably the main way I, that's manifested it well because here's the thing with you on this i like, especially thinking as soon as i heard you say time and groove this is cro like time and groove for you has crossed over from values to like identity like mm -hmm. that's what you're known for you know mm -hmm. what i mean so it's like that's who, how you identify as a musician is time and groove so yeah for me uh feel and time is something that I've been like, you know, I spent today with the guitar and the metronome, just working on chunking away chords in a good feel. Like mm. it's something that I spend time doing harmonic sophistication, actually something I didn't do a lot of this week, but see, this is a good exercise to do. Right. Yep. So I can see like, I should probably make sure that I get that in to yep. my weekly practice. And then crossing music barriers is something that I do on the regular. So uh, with different instruments and, and singing stuff. Well, so. I would say for you, the harmonic thing, that also may be an area that, um, not to say that you don't need to practice sometimes, but, you, but you're pretty sophisticated with it. And so I do think some of these things, once they become a part of your identity and you're so habitual that you're actually practicing them even when you're not consciously working on them, right. which this, is fine. You know? once, they, once these values start to really ingrain, which they have with us because we've been doing this for decades, yeah. like, they, do, they do become just part of your identity. But I think it's you know, this exercise for our listeners here, if you haven't taken the time to really like, define your values as a musician yeah. and then see if your practice routine is lining up with those values, because you might be having like bebop, 
you know, and then you're not practicing any bebop for months. Right. Like, and then funny how that, like, this is such an obvious thing. Right. We, we consider ourselves one thing, but is it true in our experience day to day? Make it part of your day to day and it will be true. That's well, just how it is. I mean, one of the silver linings of this pandemic period, this pause period, as we say, I think has been that we've, a, a lot of people have had the time in order to really examine what their values are, like from a family standpoint, I know, you know, having just spending a lot of time with my family, a lot more, you know, with my children and some of them are back that, you know, I've been away. And I always say like, I mean, I value my family so much and I love them, but it's like, I'm actually doing all those things that we hadn't done in years. Like yeah, we're yeah. doing game night. It's not even game night. It's just like, let's play banana. Let's do this. For sure. I'm like, that's when you talk about value, you talk about valuable and like the valuable times, the ways that we use our time and stuff that this slowing down thing, if you can gravitate towards the things that identify who you are. And we got to remember as musicians, when you have extra time, you have to be very careful because even in terms of listening, if you're only consuming content as opposed to, and there's nothing wrong with consuming great content and that certainly helps you. But if you want to be a musician, you have to have the mentality of, of being a creator every day of something. That's right. It's just like a pod, like we love podcasting and we came to this as lovers of, and we still both listen to a lot, but if we only listen to podcasts and we don't make a podcast every day, yeah. we, we can't say we're podcasters. No. We might know everything about podcasting. Yeah. Man, I know the best gear. No, dude. we could say we're podcasters, <laughs> but we're not we're in experience. listeners. Yeah. So, I mean, if, if you take away anything from this on how to get it good, get good at anything, it's really what are you doing every day? Yeah. And how can we align our values? What we, the story that we tell ourselves about what kind of artist we are, what kind of person we are with our daily habits. Ooh, I just thought of a great way, a slogan for this. What? A whole new one. What? Actions speak louder than words. Has that been said before? <laughs> that are, would apply, wouldn't it? You are a marketing genius, my friend. <laughs> um, okay, you know what's funny about this too? We were just talking about the, you know, you only listen to podcasts, but you don't make them. You, I'm sure you've, you know, with your, when you were into the keto thing and, and the intermittent fasting, you know, I'm, and I, yeah, and I, I'm into the vegan plant-based thing. It's like that person, you know, you ever talk to someone and you're like, yeah, I do intermittent fasting. And they're like, oh yeah, you know about the eight, the eight hour, the four, like they know every detail yeah. about it. And then you're like, do you do it? No, 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 I don't do that. But I, you know, like yeah, they yeah. know everything about oh, it. Well, you, do you do the 20 it. on, four off? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, no, do you? Uh, no, but <laughs> well, I was gonna, you know, and they can tell you everything. That's I did it for a day wrong and back all in twenty oh eight. Yeah, it's awesome. Don't be that guy. Don't Work be out. that guy. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks everybody. I uh, hope you enjoyed this. I love a good chat about uh, you know life goals, man. This, yeah. This this shit right here. Yeah. Um, and then we're just saying like so we've um, we're experimenting. I think we're still in the beta phase or experimenting. Speaking of doing something daily, of pulling back to three times a week with the podcast. <laughs> no, but and we are doing these more long form ones where we, we could actually do, have good conversations. Exactly. Yeah. We were thinking, so look, let us know, you know, you can hit us up. We have an email address, which is yhi at openstudiojazz.com. Oh, yeah. If you want to go, what, what, go old school, you can hit us up on Twitter. I'm I am Peter Martin, uh, at I am Peter Martin on the Twitters. And we can have a conversation about it. We'd love to hear if this is working for you guys. We hope that it is. We wanted to do a little bit more long form. We're starting to do one per week on YouTube, which includes a lot with cameras and stuff. So mm. we're, we're, we're going to continue to be here for you, but just changing it up a little bit. That's right. You know what I'm saying? And until next time. We, uh, oh, you'll hear it.